It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. We, we talked a little bit about what, what's going on. This game is, is rapidly approaching. Jason, you had an opportunity. I did too, to uh, go to training camp and watch the Browns a little bit. What are some, some takeaways from watching the guys up close in person and what kind of stood out to you? I'm really excited to see this defense. You know, I, I think that they something happened last year after the new England game when they just got the pants pulled down and, and they look like a completely different unit the rest of the year. And now I'm really, now that they have a year together and they have that continuity, same head coach, same coordinator that doesn't happen in Cleveland. And not to mention pretty much the entire defense is back. So I'm, I'm really curious to see how that looks this year. I've seen a little bit of it at camp. Um, I be honest, I spent most of camp trying to figure out what's going on with four, like mm-hmm, everybody else. Right. Um, but defensively, I, I want to see what's going on. Um, Chubb obviously has looked good. Nick broke off a couple of big runs yesterday, mm-hmm. and it's 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 so hard because they're hardly ever in pads anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, camp is different now. Yeah, it's, it's different. totally different. So you can't really. I mean, a year ago at this time, we're looking at Donovan Peoples Jones as a breakout star, and he fell flat on his face. Once you put the pads on, it actually had to had to compete. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying not to put too much stock in who's the camp breakout star this year because we saw how it went last year. Uh, but you know, just like everyone else, Amari Cooper, I, it's been nice to see him and to see how he moves into this offense and blends into this offense. And 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 you know, kind of what we were talking before the show, Brad. Yeah. There's a stark difference when Jacoby's under center yeah, yeah. and when Deshaun Watson's Bro. under center. Here from 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 Bro. a layman's term. When you see the ball come off the Sean Watson's arm and hand, it has a zip and it's a pop to it. When you see Jacoby, it's just okay. We noticed that at OTA. Yeah, yeah. I said, whoa, whoa. When you see it, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This yeah. is different. Yeah. Then the other thing I saw, and Mike Allen, if you can pull this up, that uh, there was there was Amari Cooper running a route the other day, mm-hmm. and it was full speed, and he had a couple DBs on him, and the way he shook them to get open, his precision and route running. It was unbelievable. I mean, he. Sh- this is like a, Tyvis is like a super Allen Iverson crossover that he gave, and I like, and they fell down, got stymied, and he got free, and I was like, this thing is unbelievable. So if he if he I can know. be to the receiver that I saw in Alabama, and and I don't know what happened in Dallas because he was rolling in Dallas for a while. Mm-hmm. If if he's that guy, then we got we have that guy. We just need another guy on the other side to give me something. I you know what this gonna this gonna tee Tyvis up perfectly. The first thing that stood out to me. Is was like, hey man, these cornerbacks is big as hell. Like they got these dudes is the AJ Green dude. I was looking around, I said, who is that? They said, oh, that's AJ Green. I said, he that big in real life? 
They got corners with Link. Emerson is a long, big Emerson's corner. Emerson's big. He's big. I, th- I thought that was a linebacker. But these guys is out here moving, getting in position. He, it was one route where he looked like he morphed and just was like, no, I'm here. Let me knock that down real quick. You're not getting that rock. The, the secondary, to me, was the most impressive because Denzel Ward was on the side doing yoga or something. He wasn't even there. Miles Garrett was on the side just taking pictures and throwing the football. They was like... He, he got the, the definite green light. He, they just don't even let him do nothing. They just go over there. Miles, go play football with the kids and sign autographs. We'll, we'll catch you next week. But even when we were on the field, I just noticed the defense had a, like, like Jason said, it had that level of uh, swag, that level of energy where it yeah. was like, oh, we know what we're doing. We ain't even put the whole thing in yet. We ain't even started moving safeties around. Uh, John Johnson looked good. Delpit looked like he was just out there, like he was back at he's LSU. He's got to stay healthy, man. He, I want to see him stay healthy for a whole if, year because he's the key to me. To me, the key to the defense is two people: JOK and Delpit. And, and, and if they could get Delpit back there, um, we should be good. Tyvis, I'm telling you, the DBs back there is moving around. What is an advantage of a? See, you a bigger corner yourself. You you know they yes. put you in a dime package you know you know I I can't give you too much because you already happy look you are gonna use that against me next <laughs> yeah. year. You said you, I was the biggest corner. <laughs> listen, first of all, first of all, it was a bunch of times where like when I was so as I bounced around the league right, I would go do workouts right, <laughs> and when I when the the people that's on the team would see me come in the cafeteria to like eat breakfast and stuff. They be looking like, oh snap! You, we, we about to, we working out linebackers today, and I was like, no, dog, corner or safety. They be like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> so, but yes, it's a movement, and it's all because of Richard Sherman and Brandon Browner. They started that that tall corner thing, and if you remember correctly, I told you that uh, Joe Woods came from San Francisco, so they right. running that defense that San Francisco was running, which originated in Seattle because Robert Sala was the one that installed it in, in Seattle. Anyways, that that defense always required to have taller corners because you just want them to be over top and you you really want them to take away the, the deep ball. So you want them to stay over the top and blanket these little wide receivers. So that's why that you'll see all our corners as tall except for G New and Denzel. With that being said, I really like hearing you say that the, the secondary is doing really well. I mean, the LOB was the whole secondary. If that secondary comes together, it opens up things. It, it allows you to call those blitzes and run those stunts because I got guys on the outside that's going to lock these receivers down in man-to-man. That allows me to play with house money on the inside. I can I can dial up all kind of stunts, twists, and blitzes that they won't be able to pick up and don't have to worry about getting beat deep on anything because I got these corners. So to hear those guys stepping up and making those plays and having A.J. come along, which I'm very thrilled with A.J., to be an undrafted DB and be able to be in this same system for three years and everybody's talking about how he's making all these plays, well, it was destined. Last year, he came in a couple of times. Actually, during his time in Cleveland, he stepped in a couple of times in games and made plays. So he's already shown that he has those those play big play making ability, and he's a guy that they can depend on. Him being in here and being this cheap, the question is, will he make an impact this season? When you got guys like G New stepping up and going to the press and saying, "Yeah, if he was on another team, he'd be start." Well, that's the type of things you want. The thing we know is that that number three corner spot is wide open. 
yeah, we wanted to. It could be greedy. It could be AJ or it could be Emerson. We don't know. But they run a. In, in today's day and age of the NFL, 11 personnel is the number one thing being called. G New is the nickel. So somebody has to come in and play that corner spot. And right now, from what I'm hearing, AJ Green is the name of camp right now. So he will probably be that third corner. I guess we'll find out on Friday. You know, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, Jason. One thing, one other thing that, that I saw and it was astonishing was if you got JOK and Phillips, they're two of the, some of the most athletic guys I've seen. I, and Phillips, I mean, this is another guy that, you know, hasn't played much because of injuries, but man, he gets around. I mean, he's by you in now. Like, it's like, no, you see running backs, you do running back drills, and a and linebacker has to cover the back out of the backfield to do something. This guy, the, the Browns linebackers can move. Uh, and, and if they can get those two guys lined up correctly on the nickel package, I think they're going to be dynamic. Yeah, linebacker was a concern that I had with this defense last year. It just didn't look very, very deep beyond JOK, quite frankly. If Phillips is healthy, obviously that's a huge help this year. I still don't think they're going to play a ton of linebackers. Uh, to Tyvis's point, you're in nickel almost all the time, uh, even dime. So beyond JOK and Phillips, I, I don't know if they need, I, they need those guys to stay healthy, obviously. And beyond that, I don't know how much depth really they're going to be able to show because it's just a position that, I mean, Tyvis, correct me if I'm wrong, linebacker seems to be going away almost in the NFL. No, for sure. You know, you know, Joe Woods do a lot of talking about wanting to run this three safety look. But if that's the case, they can go 11 personnel. And instead of having two linebackers, you have one linebacker in, have your nickel, and then have your safety, which probably be Ronnie Harrison, come out and check those tight ends. So now you got a DB checking the slide. You got a safety checking the tight end because these tight ends is very athletic nowadays. So that gives you that that advantage to to be good on the coverage side. So I think that's where we can see a little bit of those three safety looks coming in if they if they decide to take one of those linebackers out. Man, I I look at Anthony Walker. You said you mentioned that one of the things that was very evident when we watched uh, with Kansas City last last year. And oh my goodness, Travis Kelsey was getting busy in the Burger King bathroom. This man <laughs> was giving him work, and I understood he had nothing for him. I understood he had nothing for him. That's Kelsey. Let he, you know, we know he got. He's a one-name person. That's Kelsey. But once again, you can't have all them linebackers on the field. Uh, and, and I'll tell you something else too, Brad. I'll ask you about this. There, if the if the Browns can get some solid play from a few defensive tackles. Yeah. Perry on Winfrey. I saw him there. I, you know, I did the, I did the eyeball test. He looks like a person that you don't want to go uh, next to when it's, it's about dusk outside mm-hmm. seven o'clock. You crush your pearls. No bags. None. He looked like a mean dude. You don't want to see him in no alley, uh, but we, it's yet to be seen whether or not he's going to live up to that kind of talk yet uh, with, with Miles Garrett and JV and Clowney. Are you a little nervous about the no-name gangsters in the middle? Well, I mean, I think that's 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 the key to Clowney and Miles Garrett. I mean, somebody up front has to give a push to allow them the, the, the offensive line to be able to be concerned that there's a push coming on the inside which frees up Clowney and Garrett. So that has to be done. And I'm I'm to the to the point like what what Tyvis was talking about. I mean, if we, we gotta be able to cover, right? So if we're getting away from this linebacker setup, you know, when I see JOK, he's not a big guy. Mm-mm. Not a big guy at all, right? So that is that's different from the LTs that I grew up and single Terry's that I knew in my day, right? So it's a different game. 
So you better be able to cover because now they'll get you sliced apart here with somebody that knows how to play the quarterback position. I'll take you apart. So we've got a number of assassins at quarterback in the AFC. So if this is where we're going. The one thing we cannot do is we got to have to your point push up front. We got to be able to cover. And the other thing, the third thing that nobody really saw, we got to stay injury free here because we are always troubled by when somebody goes down. Then, uh, then actually, you know, you bring in some dude you ain't never heard of yep. before trying to hold down the fort. And we tripping. I, I tripped. I'm sorry, Tybus. I'm sorry. I got to go here. We didn't talk oh, all man. this time, right? We didn't talk all this time about who looking good, who doing what. We mentioned a little bit. But let me just give you the up close and personal uh, uh, about uh, Deshaun Watson. Let me keep it clear. There's a lot of people out there that think, well, maybe Deshaun Watson is a little bit better than Baker, right? Because that's the only quarterback we've seen. No. Deshaun Watson, when you go out there, a lot of people are not going to get this. They're not going to understand it till you pull up on him. First of all, he came out in a long, he came out in an orange spat. I don't even know where they give out orange tape at. It's fluorescent spat <laughs> orange. He came out there looking ready to go first game one. Tyvis, he got out there. I'm telling you. And he's a mutant. He's X-Men. He was, he, he had his, he had his, uh, his Charles Xavier going on. He was just moving, moving people with his defense, with his eyes, manipulating people, dropping dimes over here, no looks, smooth and like to Brad's point, Jason. I seen him throwing a rock. It ain't that Jacoby Brissett is garbage. It's the fact that, that Deshaun Watson is that nice. Right. Do people do people quite understand what they got chilling right now on the sideline with Deshaun Watson? No, probably not. You're not going to see it. They're not going to know it until they see it in a preseason game. You know, I think let's wait and see how the suspension goes and if he's able to stay with them. You know, the when the Eagles come to town for the joint practices, that could be his that could be his preseason right there because those are it's a controlled environment and it's coaches love that now coaches love the the joint practices even more so than preseason games but fans aren't going to really see what they have until he's out on the field i mean you can go back and watch texans clips i i you know deshaun was the guy i wanted even before all of this mm-hmm. when when the f- trade request first became public I was the guy who in favor of going and getting him because of just how special he is. I was talking to someone with the Browns who was watching film on him right after uh, the trade went down. Okay. And said, like, and I'm, I'm going to condense this down to 10 seconds, but it was basically the Texans had the ball on their own 35 with, like, 50 seconds left in the half. And I forget who they were playing, but it was, like, over the middle, crossing around over the middle, boom, 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 touchdown. Mm-hmm. And, like, 18 seconds. He took him length of the field. He said, like, we didn't have that in our playbook last year. That was not – that when Six was here, that was not in our playbook. Well, Jason, you, but Deshaun has that ability. He can go the length of the field in 30 seconds or well, less. Well, when, when you talk about it, Jay, those who have been around sports, it don't take you long to see the eye test. You know who can, who can play and who can't play. I don't have to watch four quarters of it to see it. All I need to see is a little bit. And you can see that it pops off of Watson's hands. His game is different. It's elevated to another level. Now, when we get to see it around here, we have no idea, but this is not the run-of-the-mill quarterback that has been in Cleveland for the last 15 years. This is something different. And so the point is, the Browns have to decide which way they're going to play it. Are we playing a long game? That's when your Jimmy G comes in the game. Say, we're playing a long game here. We're just buying an insurance marker, right? Or are we playing the game like, let's just wait and see? That's why, that's I think it has the people around here so... So yeah, so hyped up because they see a window of opportunity. We put all the pieces in place. You just named a number of players here that that 
or should bring a quality to this team to give us a chance, a real chance. The only question is who's at the helm and when is that person going to be at the helm? You know, I, you know, I, you know, I say it, Tyvis. It's like this, man. Do do the fans have it the same way that the players in the locker room? Because it's me. I, I explained to OG. I said, look, man, it's like you you got a pair of Jordans that you've been asking for forever. You come to you, you, your mom said we gonna have to open these up at school. These your school shoes. You didn't plan the outfit. You didn't got the fit ready. You got the J's put out. You didn't spray them down. It got all the repellent on them. You ready to go? You got to fit it to go. You didn't got you a cut. And all of a sudden, your mom come in on Sunday night, Monday before school starts. She say, you know what? Yeah, you've been acting up a little bit this last weekend. You like, well, what they going to give me? You like, well, I'm on punishment or something? Cool. Well, I just take the... She say, nah, mm-mm, I'm going to hit you where it hurt. Them Jordans you got, you ain't going to be able to wear them <laughs> to next school year. Your, your heart, you hit your heart. You be, you, you be, you be crying. You be like, oh. <laughs> you know when you can't even breathe, you done cry too hard. That's what it's like. I'm not shot. going to school. <laughs> I would tell her I ain't going to school. I ain't I going to school then. I'm, I'm, I'm boycotting. I'm about to do like the Players Association. I'm not. I ain't coming to work. You're Kareem Hunt. On. Kareem Hunt. I ain't, I, I'm not doing no chores this week. But that, that's how it is to have a Deshaun all you, Watson. All you have to do is this. This is the new Kareem Hunt. Just start doing. <laughs> Hey, I, hey, I, 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 I fake a seizure. I fake something. I fake some convulsions. I'm sick. I got spinal meningitis or something. You done messed around with me that much. Do players still do players see Deshaun Watson and feel the same way uh, of the feeling of, of having a dude you see weekend and weekend, day in and day in? You'd be like, I don't know if he's going to play. That Does that hurt your soul too? If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It do. It really do for sure. The, the, the only, my only way to relate to this situation would be when Braxton Miller went down when I was at Ohio State. Oh, yeah. Because for a couple of years now, I got to watch this man in practice and in the games and how electrifying he was. When I seen that man go down in practice and I knew he was out for the season, like, it was deflated. It was like, man, I don't know what we going to do. Nah, somehow, some way, we ended up winning the national championship. <laughs> I have never seen that. I wasn't, I wasn't mad. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was deflating. So I, I could only imagine how – you know, this Browns team feels about the fact that he won't be out there whenever the case may, whenever game it may be. We don't know yet. But when he get out there, they do know that it's going to be some energy. But what I will say is that without him there, that defense is going to think to themselves, listen, it's on us this year. We're going to be successful. We got to be lights out. So to hear y'all talk about how good the defense is doing in practice, it's because they know, like, it's on us. Like, if they don't score, they don't win. So we got to be, like, the best defense ever in the history of football to be able to hold this ship afloat. So when Deshaun Watson come back, we know we're going to the Super Bowl because we know what he's capable of doing. Right now, let's uh, good conversation on Deshaun Watson training camp. We'll come back to that. But next, we got to get to what the internet is saying. And talk about what the streets is talking about. And when the streets are talking, you know we're listening. 
and PCC Airfoils is the one who brings us this every day. Are you looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits? Well, mm. PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Mentor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up, plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. You can apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. And we don't have a bull jingle for this one. We're going to get that, get that one in tomorrow. And I'm not singing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe later in the week. Uh, we were going to do what the internet was saying on a topic we're going to save for later in the week. So I'm calling an audible here. Steve, let's get the tag where this came out a few minutes ago. These are the jerseys for the Field of Dream game this year between the Cubs and the Reds. They're going back to the early 19-teens, before the 1920s. Steve, leave this up, but I want your guys' thoughts. The oh. internet not happy with these. G. Bush, I see you look like you're in pain. No, I like them. They hating. See, I'm don't listen. They, I don't they, like look, they look tight. They look crazy. They look that tight. Cubs joint yeah. with the Cubs standing up with that bat and the Chicago Bears see that's like a ripoff. And I love, <laughs> I love that off-white eggshell type mother of pearl cream. Man. I, I need that. I want the Indians to have that kind of color. You coming out of the fields of Iowa, you're supposed to look like this. That's, right? that's, that's, that's right. That's exactly what you're supposed to look like. That's don't, fire. Don't, come, don't come out here looking like the Pittsburgh Pirates <laughs> in the late 70s yeah. with, the, with the black and orange and rounded hat. That's not what we're doing here. We coming out the cornfields here. I'm not I'm not uniform guy at all, but I do like those. I think those are cool. I like the Cincinnati. I don't know if I'd wear that Cincinnati hat around. No, we can't do you can't it. really no, pull we, that off. We can't do it. You can wear the Cubs hat. You can wear that around. The Cubs hat's fire. Yeah. 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 I like I like we, the we, Reds we, we, hat we can't with play the, the uniform. Cincinnati hat because it's Cincinnati. We just can't do it. Well, that's true. We can't do that. My <laughs> aunt had a hat like that. She used to wear to church. If you take that little red stripe off, yeah. that looked like a, a Kango bucket hat. Like <laughs> she had flowers in hers. I think my, she had a whole nest up there. Unacceptable. Jay still do that? Yeah, that's a look. That's a nice setup. So anybody, anybody that says that's not a nice setup, God. that's perfect for the field of dreams. Beautiful. I, right I, there. I, I give Major League Baseball, who sometimes gets it wrong, that field of dreams game is is legit. It's cool. Oh, that's oh, legit. That's cool. real. Oh. That's real slick. Yeah. I like anything with like any if it's crops in the back by the fence, or if it's just crops in, in general back there. I love it. Or if you playing hockey outside with snow. Could I'm you, like that. Could dope. you imagine the NBA playing a game at Rucker? Oh my God! We, we talked. Talk, we talked. Talk, talk talk. Yeah, we talked. Oh, stupid! Oh, I got chills. Hey. <laughs> them little, them, them you, you know they got double rims out there too. <laughs> double rims as people's. It's standing room only. People off in the, off in the, the buildings and the projects looking down and trees. That's dope. I need that. I need that in the worst way. You know the people. Yeah. Hey, you, hey, hey, you, I, this is the resident players association guy. You yeah. call him up. Yeah, listen, but you got to be, you got to be thinking outside the par, the box, right? So somebody major league baseball saw an opportunity with the field of dreams movie and said, we're going to make this thing a reality, yeah. right? And so, you know, I, I hope hockey even went to what the outside, yep. the outside game, yep. right? So you have to get creative out here, but I will just tell you here, I'm going to bring this back to Cleveland. We have a chance. This team that they're putting together seems to be coming together. The Browns seem to be coming together in such a way mm -hmm. that there's something special that could be done here that hadn't been done in a long time. At least we're in the conversation. Mm -hmm. I think before we were kind of hoodwinking ourselves, thinking we had the pieces when we really didn't have the pieces. So now it looks like we do have the pieces, but can we put, bring it all together is the question. And there's a lot of factors. Watson, Zafanski's ability, uh, the defense's ability to hold the ship down, can we get the buy-in? We're we gonna have everybody defecting on us because they're like, I'm not getting enough money. 
right? So you got a lot of facts. So somebody better be holding the whole ship together as it's because it's getting ready to set sail on Friday. I'll tell you what we transition from one team that looks like they can take off to another team that's still in the mix. A lot of people mad hey. that the Guardians didn't make no move. They was upset at that fact that the Guardians didn't really get in it. They made a little smiler, a little more minor, minor league, right? I call them sminers. <laughs> uh, a little sminer move. Uh, but at the end of the day, Tristan McKenzie, I tell you what, man. That can hey, go. They, he, they always find one, Jason. That kid can they, go. They, every time when one fall off, Bieber, they like, oh, we don't know. They give him another one. Uh, how good could this kid kid be um, as he's starting to, to kind of matriculate and show his growth, Jason? I don't know if he's a, an ace, but he's a top of the rotation guy. You know, I don't know that I would, and, and maybe he'll prove me wrong, but I, I, I'm worried a little bit about his durability over the long term because he's so wiry and thin yeah. and small. Mm-hmm. You just He's had injury concerns in the past in the minors, and you just wonder if he can hold up he's doing great this year, but over a course of a career, even, mm-hmm. but I, when he's, I mean, you saw yesterday when, when he's dealing, he can be, he can be a, a, a easily a top of the rotation type yeah. of guy. He's the best of what they have in terms of, you know, police hack and Savali ain't it. I think we've seen enough of them mm-hmm. to know they're fine major league pitchers, yeah. but in terms of, you know, the, the, the pitching line uh, pipeline that this team continues to churn out, I don't know that you would put Plesak and Savali in that top of the rotation type. They're more of a fill out the bottom of the rotation. But McKenzie's legit, man, and and he's only getting better. And the way that he's so cerebral and the way that he thinks yeah. the game is really impressive. It's a joy to to listen to him talk about the way that he attacks hitters and the way that he approaches. I just I, I haven't had many opportunities to talk to him, but I just love listening to him when when he's done a couple of things now where he just talks about attacking batters and, and at bats and. I, I think he's a guy that's going to be here for a really long time. And they've got others coming behind him in the minors who are going to be here probably mid next year, uh, mid to end of next year. See, I, I wasn't one for making moves to make moves. I think Tyves and I agreed to, the, to, to this that, you know, just because they didn't make a move didn't mean they didn't do the right thing. They played the long game. They know what's in the locker room. They know what's in the pipeline. You have to trust that somebody knows that and has a plan to go for Now, McKenzie, I'll just tell you, the, 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 you, you see a talented person, right? You see a talented young player. The one thing that he is, he's fun to watch. Yeah, he's definitely fun to watch, mm-hmm. right? And so, if we can get behind that, and if we got other thing in the pi- other things in the pipeline coming up, you don't know what we have. We have to understand the market we're in. We're this is not L.A. This is not Philly. This is not that. This is not that type of town. Right? You just watch the, the Padres unload a whole lot of capital the other day. And then they just got run out of town by the Dodgers. Yeah, they sure did, right? That's it. Is that what? Yeah, but it's only August. Yeah, but I'm just saying. You start thinking about it here. You, sometimes you have to play the long game here and understand what you have in the fold. And the only people are going to know that are people that are deep within the organization to know what's in the fold. Well, you know, Minnesota made a deal, right? And, and, and you know, look at what they did. Now, now some will say. You know, they didn't give up the world to get that move done. Um, you know, is there a fine line between giving up all you got and, and making smart little moves? Because, you know, you guys talking about it all the time. You can't keep everybody. Next year, some guys are just going to have to say, we're going to have to cut losses or cut bait with you. It, it, do you think, when we look back at it, if the Guardians get into the playoffs, Jason, and, they, and we say, wow, these guys actually made it, we look back and say we wish we had more to compete while we were there. I don't know what was available to them. I mean, Soto, obviously. 
and I, I and you know I made the case when I was in here before. Maybe we we could, let's. I'm not saying let's that they should push all in on Soto because I'm not sure the timing is exactly right. But it's a conversation I think that we can have. I don't think they got very far down that road at all. Right. I, I don't know what was out there that was going to fill what they need. Mm. Not, the pitcher that the Twins got, um, you know, you could bolster this rotation a little bit. You know, I know that it, I, Zach Meisel does a terrific job on the Guardians for us at the Athletic. I was. I actually stopped by the Guardians game over the weekend and was talking to Zach, and, and he said they were in on Sean Murphy, the catcher from the A's. Obviously, mm. that would be a huge upgrade, but the price was exorbitant. You know, they wanted one of their top guys, uh, Espino, Gavin Williams, mm-hmm. George Valera. These are the names that Oakland was throwing around, and the Guardians just weren't ready to pull the trigger on that. When they have their own minor league prospect in Bo Naylor, mm-hmm. who's having a terrific year and yep. will probably be here next year. So they're really in this difficult spot of they have all these young guys and they're playing pretty well and they're trying to figure out who fits and who doesn't. They're certainly ahead of schedule. They didn't expect to be here. They know their limitations, though, where they're not ready to compete with the Yankees, more than likely, and the Dodgers and the Padres and some of these other teams. So what do you do? And now, and I've said it every time I'm in, they've got this 40-man roster imbalance, and how do you manage that? Well, we just saw Fran Mo Reyes was a casualty of everything that we've been talking about of they just ran out of roster spots and they and they gave and they ran out of time with him yeah. go ahead Tyvis. it's just a sad day you, you bring up my boy y'all everybody knows that friend meal is my boy i was actually looking forward to going to a columbus clipper game since i'm you know he's gonna be right around the block yeah and yeah unfortunately i won't get to do that either he was gonna he was gonna bring the attendance up and it was gonna be a party we was gonna have beach balls and everything at the columbus clippers game but they kind of blew that but yeah, to, to your point, the only the only, everybody agreed that the one thing that the the Guardians could have gotten was a catcher. Yes. And fortunately, if that was the asking price, I I wouldn't have went with it either because it's not like the Guardians is like terrible or something. Like they would they they where they at now? One game out of out of uh, the wild card. And if the team that they have is good enough to do that, and they know that they can make one final push. They can make it in the wild card, but I don't think there was no move that they could make that was going to allow them to win the World Series. If they're going to win the World Series, then why give up all this capital for the, just to make the playoffs? Like that's, It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, they're going to have to make a move this offseason. I think you're going to see them be aggressive, although I said that at the trade deadline. I was surprised that, th- that nothing got done at the trade deadline. I thought that they would do something, but I think they just <laughs> – excuse me. I think they just ran to the spot where mm-hmm. – the what was out there didn't align with what they needed and what 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 did align sean murphy the catcher mm-hmm. from the a's the asking price was exorbitant so hold on J- jason they did make a move they did make a trade do you do you consider that as a trade no that's a no <laughs> minor trade dog. you're not trying to steal dubs tyler no, oh, because I won the that's a trade like, by the way well technically yes technically yes Thank you. Yes. By the way, Tyvis, uh, Fran Moraes did um, send me a text message. It was coded. Uh, it said Chris Brown. And I said, what? What's what that supposed to mean? He said, deuces. <laughs> 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 McNuggets, what we got going on, man? <laughs> so over the weekend, there's been a little investigation going on with the Guardians. Uh-oh. It's not on the field. Oh, okay. It's about a certain hot dog. Mm. The mystery of the mustard dog and someone from upstairs, Austin Love from KYC, got to the bottom of it. We're going to play the package. 
We're going to get to the news today, and we're going to break it down as a panel here and decide if there's a conspiracy at work here or something fishy is going on or not. Steve, let's take the package. It's the big leagues, the big show, the big salami. But for one hot dog, this season has been one big disappointment. We are witnessing the biggest fall from Gray's story in Cleveland sports history. I mean, this is just pathetic at this point. Oh, and 48. How is that possible? Literally. He shouldn't even be at a cookout, let alone the hot dog race. The shot, the drive, the fumble, the mustard. Yes, it's been quite the fall from grace for our beloved Mustard, or has he been cheated? But regardless, certainly something's afoot here at Progressive Field, and I'm going to sniff it out. This is Austin Investigates. Do you know anything about the Mustard situation? Any funny business with ketchup? Mustard's been 0-48 in the hot dog races this year. Have you seen anything going no. around, or fishy around Progressive Field? I have no idea what you're talking about. Any tampering? No, no, no. Sir, no. sir, sir, oh, sir. We'll find out. So I've made it to the bowels of Progressive Field, and I'm currently looking for answers. We're going to try to find the hot dogs. Oh, and here's, here's Onion. Oh, my goodness. Onion, what do you know? What can you tell us about the Mustard situation? Why has he been so bad this year? What do you know? Do you know? Dang, he's fast. How can you describe this season for you? That sums it up, folks. Well, well, well. Here we are. Something really stinks. And it smells like onions. Blink once if you've been cheated. My investigation was going nowhere. I thought I was good, but they were better, stone-faced. After getting no answers, I teamed up with science. Fill these up, please. Conducting a not-so-random condiment test. Testing their condiments to see if I could find any traces of any illegal substances. Testing onion, ketchup, and mustard for any illegal or performance-enhancing substances. I found nothing. You're clean. So really, this just concludes that Mustard's having a historically bad hot dog racing season. Back to you. And in breaking news this morning, Mustard's been sent down to AAA. It's official. <laughs> the Guardians released a statement today. After much consult and toiling internally, we have made the difficult roster move that we believe is in the best of our organization, sending Mustard to AAA. So, Tyvis, down in Columbus, you're going to have to scout out Mustard here, but it is a tough day for the Mustard dog. 0-50 after the weekend. G. Bush, what's, what's going on here? Bro, listen. First of all, that man had the Inspector Gadget Peacoat on. <laughs> the Spectre, the Go Go Gadget Pico, it was high too. It was it it, it was a two X. Yeah, see how it's loose in the, in the body. He needed about a he needed about a large. I don't, I don't get him together. He got to swoop together. But you know, uh, mustard uh, be taking L's out there, bro. You, you can't be out here taking L's. You know, running in the hot dog race. Let me be honest with you, Tyvis. Uh, can you beat mustard in a race? Gee, are you? Is that a serious question? <laughs> <laughs> 
Wait a minute. Do you really got that written down like in a notepad or something? To ask no, no, no. Hold on. Here's what I want to do. I want to set something up here. Oh, I saw this. somebody do this before. He's a guy. He used to wear a, a one-piece jumpsuit. The freeze. Freeze, right? You know, how, you remember Freeze, right? Atlanta. Atlanta. In Atlanta. Freeze. I want to mm. call you cold. You're not freezing. You just cold. I, I need you to give that head start that Freeze used to give. I'm gonna say you gonna start off at the pole, the hot dogs and, and mustard and all of them gonna start at center field. You gonna give them that time to go, and then you gotta hawk them. We gonna check out your pursuit angle. Are you really? down to do that at a Guardians game? Absolutely, G. That that's it's like stealing. It's not too many things that Tyrus Powell can't do. Sometimes Tyrus Powell impresses Tyrus Powell. <laughs> Bro, where you at, at? Get them together. I'm trying to do it. This is a great opportunity for you to prove that you're still in shape, to prove oh. that you still have defensive back speed. And Come on now. It's what? a great opportunity for you to show what the Buckeyes are all about. Are you willing what? to get to the nitty gritty and go ahead and sign up for that? Uh, we got uh, plenty of dates available. The, the, the Guardians will be back home next week. Gee, you you about to put me back in the league. You, you want 3%. No, we want you to get a we want you to get a Buckeye sweet if you're gonna do it. So we can all come down. <laughs> get the sweet. Hey, that'd be dope. They, first of all, they doing mustard wrong. Mustard is is good. I'm more of a stadium mustard type of guy, but mustard is really good. So hey, they doing it wrong. That's all right. He in Columbus. He, I'm gonna tell him to pull mustard up to the on crib. On 48, Tavis. We are gonna get right. We gonna get say, right. If you if you demote mustard, you call up relish. Yeah. yeah what, uh, you gonna, what are you gonna do for the for the pickle? third? Pickle? By, by the way, we, we, we should we should talk about top the, the hot dog condiments. There's certain I, I'm not a relish fan, bro. I'm not either. By uh, the way, yeah, I'm I, not either. BBQ. Tomorrow's top. Uh, Wednesday's top five. Right there, Wednesday's top five. Wednesday's Wednesday, top okay, five. Okay, okay. We I got start. something special tomorrow. We can't, we can't knock off tomorrow. It's timely. Okay, Wednesday's we'll do top that. Five. We'll do that. We'll do that. Tyvis, but shout out to the uh, Guardians. Please get a hold of Tyvis. Tyvis is willing to do this, and he's Absolutely. ready to get this on. This will be great. This will be great footage. We'll just see what was going on. What we got next coming up? We got top five coming up, right? We're going to do top five, and we always do top five. It's with uh, our best friends over at Roundstone Insurance, and I got my ad read. The Ultimate Five is sponsored by Roundstone Insurance. Roundstone offers a better alternative for affordable quality health care. For more than a decade, Roundstone Insurance has been saving small and mid-sized businesses money up to 20%. Yeah, 20%. Contact us today to learn how you can get great health care benefits that your employees will love and save money too. And today's top five, a very famous top five, mm. coaches who turn broadcasters ranked by their ability to broadcast. This has nothing to do with their ability to coach. Okay. Simply so, on their broadcasting merits, but okay. they had to have coached to be eligible for this list. Got well, there's you. a really easy number I one. Number one better be. That's right. Uh-oh, now I'm worried. R.I.P. R.I.P. You better be worried because this is a layup. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm really nervous now. I. <laughs> R.I.P. That's all hey, Real quick, what sport? Football. R.I.P. I yeah, mean, no, 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 this is active, active living, active. John Madden would have been one. Yes, oh, no, this is this is okay. active living. Okay, active okay, living. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was wondering here. Yeah, I was like, well, real quick, how this started? I had two friends in town this weekend. We had we started getting into this discussion, and we turned out that there's not many active former football coaches who we like as broadcasters. Not a huge fan of the guys. Not a huge Cowher guy. Not a huge Jimmy Johnson guy. 
there wasn't as many from that sport as I thought. So let's get to the list, and you guys tell me who we missed. This is a collaborative uh, effort, by the way. Urban Meyer. He he was in the discussion, but not sure if his broadcasting <laughs> merit would land him in the top five. Mention. So shout out to my boys Wax and uh, Taylor Trash helping me out. Number five, though, Bill Rafferty, one of the best on a basketball game. Yeah, I like him. I, I like. So him. hold on, you 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 doing any sport? Yeah, any sport. Yeah. Right, okay. So so yeah, Rafferty. Yeah yeah yeah, Rafferty legit. Just onions. Uh, yeah. Onions. Yeah. I like him. He called my guys. He legit. <laughs> I like him. He legit. I like him a lot. <laughs> yeah, Rafferty's good. He's very underrated in the grand scheme of things. He doesn't get the same national yeah. attention a lot of other guys get. Yeah. All right, number four, another old school basketball guy, Hubie Brown. Excellent. Who I think does an amazing hey, excellent. job on call. Excellent. Hey. hey, he is one of the. He just he he break it down on a different level, man. He said, "See what they did there is they ran a double back cut." And they were running that action off the baseline. You'd be like, dang, Hubie, you saw all that? You know, and you like 90. You know, <laughs> Hubie players hated him. Oh, they hated him. For real? Oh, they hated him. He probably had him. He, he oh, probably wanted him. it a certain way to a certain oh, time. They hated him. <laughs> Them the old school dudes, they hated him. More than Larry Brown? Uh, they hate him too. <laughs> <laughs> you, put me, you put me on that list. Look, hey, Larry Brown. Hey, boy. Uh, look, he coached me and Ron Harper in the All Star game in Honolulu. Ever since then, I was done with Larry Brown. I'm like, boy, get out of here. Man, uh, Jerry Sloan's another one. What do you, you think about it? What's your thoughts on Jerry Sloan? A lot of the guys that played for the Jazz, they like Jerry Sloan. They really did. Yeah. Except yeah. Darren Williams. Yeah. Hey, when we need a, we need a Brad, Brad, you need a blog. You got all the tea for somebody. I didn't know his tea game was all. He got all the inside joints. Like, yeah, I was out with him. It was a Saturday night after a game. He he told me. (laughs) Let's keep this moving. Number three here. Most people don't think him as a coach. Let's see. But he did coach for 16 years at Seton Hall. Take a seat. Dickie V. Oh, that's right. He did. He did. He did. Dick Vitale was his best. Um, he, he mid 90s. Yeah, 20 years ago. Because he could give you different paces. He didn't scream. Oh, he's a diaper day. He seemed he didn't do that all the time. He only did that when it was a move. But then he just start going to a special move all the time. It's like a kid that tell one good joke, yeah. and then they just keep going back to it. You'd be like, mm, yeah, you're he, gonna have to learn. He that. got commercialized. Yeah, yes, he did. Yeah, yeah. commercial. He commercial. still brings the big game energy to a game though. When Dickie V's on the call, I know he says diaper dandy a hundred times. But yeah, like you know, he's a legend. But he no, but he's he's a. If you talk about college basketball, if you talk about like a Mount Rushmore, like of like people who help college basketball be that. He's he's definitely on that. Easy, easy money. Jay Billis is too. I like Jay Billis. Jay Billis would be number one if he coached, but he never. Brad looked coached. at me like he ain't like him. <laughs> say, all right. Look, look, he ain't getting me a look. He all right. I mean, Jay's okay. You ever play against Jay Billis? Uh, Jay and I came out the same year. Oh, okay. I'm gonna but see. I, don't, I don't know where he was picked. But, but I was like, but, I, but you was getting you you gave me. Jay, <laughs> Jay was in the rearview mirror. I ain't seen. So Jay. what you saying was, <laughs> was he, he ain't want no smoke. <laughs> I wish we had a wide shot of that for Brad. Uh, This is what I'm talking about. Jason, if I could get Jason to give his LeBron James secrets, he know where all the bodies is at. Jason got all them. I'm like, yo. I I like this. Mm. Hey, hey, y'all better not liberally with your phone around. I'll be all in your phone like this. (laughs) 
Hey, what's up? Y'all nah, better not never say anything about me in confidence ever again. <laughs> 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 Tavis. We Ohio State people, <laughs> right? Hey, we come on this now. Is, this dudes. is how it's groomed down there off of High Street, is it hey, not? These dudes, man. The these guys, bro. These dudes, man. That's, they why, not. that's why they hate us in the ten. Go ahead, Nuggets. What's next, man? These right, we got number two here. The first four on this list are all basketball guys. This is my favorite color guy in the NBA right now, Jeff Van Gundy. Did you say favorite color guy? Uh-huh. Like color commentary. <laughs> I'm your don't favorite. Do, don't tell me like that, Chief Bush. Don't, like, don't do me like that, dog. I'm just in the game. I'm just getting here, bro. <laughs> so, Jeff, I'm a huge Jeff Van Gundy fan. Yeah. Why? Because he like he's so much better than Mark Jackson. He don't know. He don't know anything. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's like a, it's like a comedy show. It, I'll tell you this: Jeff Van Gundy is only good because he's a tag team with with with. with with, with Mark Jackson. Mark, if you take Mark, Mark Jackson disagrees. away, it loses because Jeff Van Gundy will say something. Mark Jackson, but that's the dumbest Man, thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Van Gundy commentators like Jeff Van Gundy coaching. Go to New York and ask him. You know who I like better than Van Gundy? The czar of the telestrator. Now, Fratello's good. Mike Fratello, he, he, he got a nickname. Fratello is good. He's he, on the uh, he knows the stuff. Uh, he, uh, uh, and a so, lot, uh, you know, some of the some of the people like the shenanigans. I, I, I don't, I don't watch the game. For I don't the shenanigans. Like, I don't like Van Gundy. <laughs> I don't like Jeff <laughs> for <laughs> variety of reasons. Yeah, I don't like he, Jeff. He sucks is one of them. Well, that's one of them. <laughs> when he was around them ankles, that Alonzo Morning joint. Mm-hmm. I'm a big Jeff Van Gundy fan. Hey, not everyone's gonna agree. <laughs> number go, one, number go. one. You like we are Gundy. leaving the basketball <laughs> realm, going to the football realm. Another okay. guy, kind of like Corso. Uh, well, I just gave it away. Terrible setup job. It's it's Lee Corso, coach at Indiana back in the day. Lee Corso makes college game day with Kirk Herbstreit. What it is? I know he's a little older now, but he is the OG of college football and the head pieces. Let's take the tag board, Steve. The best. I just like him from the best. head. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, the shenanigans. By, by, by the way, he is like I'll give it. He is the uh, he, he is the equivalent of what Dick Vitale is yes. to to, yes. to college yes. football. But he doesn't even call the games. Those no, guys at all. Call the games. They they put him on early. It was like he ain't been on since since, since ninety eight on the, on the games. He done. No, he's, he's old. He's, he's like ninety now, like legitimately ninety. Well, let me. I, here's a Who couple people. Who's in charge of the, of the graphic? Hmm? What you say? Who's okay. in charge of the graphic? Of Lee Corso and y'all, y'all didn't pick him putting Ohio State on. What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> <laughs> he he, with he didn't put the Buckeye head on. You like no? Yeah. You got to find him putting the Buckeye head on. I won't take any slander yeah. for Anthony. No, Anthony did a great job today. Now I'm gonna tell you what. There's a couple people that can fit in there. Now I like Isaiah Thomas when he calls games, right? Yeah. Now Isaiah Thomas used to be a coach, front office guy. And former player. Yeah. I, I like him a lot. Um, there's a couple. Who am I missing? I Steve, like Magic Steve Becker sometimes. just texted us Steve Melrose. I mean, Barry Melrose, excuse me. Oh, Barry. Oh, for hockey. Ha- yeah. Barry, how's Barry Melrose not that's, on there? That's he, a miss. I just told him back. That, that's a miss on he, our end. He is hockey. He is hockey. Um, player commentator. To Tyves' this point, he doesn't call games. Urban was fantastic. Yeah. On Thank Fox. you. Yeah, he was. He was Thank sensational. So yep. And he seriously, like, because I stopped watching ESPN Game Day 
mm-hmm. when Urban was on, and yeah. I just watched Fox. His breakdowns were phenomenal. Yeah, I know I like that him. he's like just a trigger saying. for a lot of people. He's polarizing. A lot of people don't like him. But in that role, he was terrific. <laughs> 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 oh, hey, bro. Oh, Urban Meyer did we show that he's human. He's a human being. That's all that, you know, people make mistakes. You know, that it is what Man, it I is. Can't, I, and, and people, I don't trust me. Look, when people, when this is famous people that are either coaches or players, and there's rumors of him like being and women around and all, all kind of stuff. I just be trying to ask like y- y'all be surprised by that. Like, I don't know. Like, why is that a why is that an X against Urban Meyer? I just think he'd just be garbage sometimes on what he do in the football field. But if he was the dude and he was like getting it like Sean, if he was Sean McVay, nobody would say nothing. Nothing at all. Anybody <laughs> gonna talk about it. They're like, oh, come on, man. Stop. Hey, now I'll tell you what. Can you get we, I will change all of our uh, all of my opinions about Urban Meyer if you can get him on the show, Tybus. Done. I have to. I have to see what I can do. You know, let's find out if I got some pool. Wouldn't that be? Is you, is you gonna get your phone we, we and see to, that red? We about to have a. <laughs> we gonna have a contest here between the, between the between the co-hosts here. Who can pull the biggest guest? Oh, yeah, that's listen. Hold on. Hold on. Right now. Where yeah. Jay at? Hold on. Listen. When Jay come back, I, can, can I cut you off real quick, G? This is the dream Mount Rushmore of guests from each of us on this panel. Jason gets us LeBron, easy. Jay gets easy. Man, I haven't done a sit-down interview in 15 years, but yeah, it's easy. Easy. Let me call him. Hang on, give me a minute. Jay gets us Stephen A. and Skip at once. Brad, you get us MJ. Tyvis gets us Urban. G. Bush, you get Miles Garrett's dad. (laughs) (laughs) You dirty. Listen, I shoot. I, I, I'm, I'm forget his dad. I'm, they can come on father and son. I need Miles Garrett too. He got come. We got to show up with. Dude, stop playing with me. If now, here's what I will say. Out of all of those, I'm not. I'm not sure who's the most the most unlikely. Which one is the most unlikely in that to happen? LeBron. I'd say Michael because Michael's already said everything he's gonna like, say. He, he, That's why he did last dance. He don't even like people no more. He don't like his he don't like the friends he used to like. <laughs> he's like, yo, I got brothers I don't like. He don't like he he like I'm so rich I got like nobody. But you don't think he might do it as a favor to Brad as Brad's boy? Like, don't don't know. Know. Jason, you're not boys with LeBron. No, I am not friends with I'm not boys with a lot of He might do Brad a favor. Might do me a favor. here's the Mike. Jay Out trying to get Stephen A. in. Stephen A. No, Stephen A. is coming on. Stephen A. will come on. With Skip? No. <laughs> Not a chance, but Stephen A. will come on at some point. That's a fact. Yo, uh, Tyvis, yours is the easiest one to get, bro. That's what I said. Out of everybody, I probably got the, the, the easiest one. Urban so no, no pressure then, Tyvis. I mean, Urban did Tim May's podcast, so that's the bar. Uh, I, here's the thing, though, too. He retired. Oh, then. I will but say this: the retired. The the only two dudes I think could get LeBron to do something would probably be Brian Winhurst and Jason Lloyd. That's it, right? That's the only two. You could Mc, not Mc, be Mc more wrong. For real? <laughs> For real? <laughs> I feel like if you told LeBron, look, we only we ain't even talking about basketball. We gonna ask you questions that nobody ever asked you. He he's got the shot, man. He don't need us. Yeah, you're right. 
He's got he, to he shop. He just had Drake. The on. last time LeBron did like anything like what we're talking about was his first year in Cleveland. He did something with Ethan Skolnick from Bleacher Report because Ethan had from their time in Miami. And that was like 10 years ago. That's the last time, to my knowledge, that he has done anything that isn't in ESPN, you know, one-on-one or anything like that. But to just do something fun and a little off-key, 10 years. I don't even know how much that would move the needle. Like... Like if we if we did get LeBron or we did get Michael Jordan, like yeah. how would that how what would that do? Like right. would that would that equate depends to what something? they say? It depends on what they say. Right here. I'm gonna tell you I'm I'm guaranteed I'm guaranteed to get you Zeke, right? So I'm Zeke gonna get your first class interview. It's gonna be well worth your time waiting. Yes, it will be. I'm I need that listen, <laughs> I that's one of the do listen, I I'd email I didn't email Isaiah Thomas before. Like I need to talk to you about that. We gotta get you Charles Oakley. I would love to get Charles Oak. Oak will give you something. Oh, he's going to give you something. I know Oak. And <laughs> see, I think he can get Oakley in a, oh, yeah. in a heartbeat. We need that. Why Just don't touch him? I said that the other day. I said, listen, we got to go dig in our grab bag. You got to wait now. We'll, we got to wait. We'll be one of we wasting it in, in August here, right? Right. All right. <laughs> uh, all right, man. We got to get to, we got to get what? Final take? We got to get the final take. Um, we we want to do a round robin. So obviously, uh, we got to let Tyvis go first because the intro just. Oh, there you go. There you go. There you go. You got your money off. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. <laughs> All right, my, my, my final take today is is quite is, is pretty simple. I got into an argument. It wasn't with my wife, but I got into an argument with somebody lately, and um, I realized that while we was arguing, like it was just going back and forth, and we was listening to rebuttal. But if you don't listen to understand, you won't get where the person is coming from. And I challenge a lot of people in the world, you know, especially with with all the situation that's coming out, especially this D White stuff. If you try to listen to understand from the opposing side, you might pick up a nugget, and you might find yourself like, okay, that's a great point. I didn't see it that way. But if you just listening to argue back and find a, something that they said wrong to go back on them more, we'll never find no common ground in all of this. So outside of Deshaun Watson with anything in life, just listen and understand where they coming from. Put yourself in their shoes and then say, you know what, I get what you're trying to say, but let me see, let me tell you what I'm trying to say. Make it into a conversation where both sides can understand each other and then y'all can find some common ground. Excellent time. I, I I was gonna go one way with the union, but I'm I'm, I'm gonna jump off this union thing, right? <laughs> we've we said enough of, enough of that. I'm talking to the young athletes out here. Uh, so I've got a, my youngest daughter plays at the University of Maryland for the uh, Maryland women's basketball team, and so one of the top young players in this country. Uh, so she was invited just this this week, Friday, as a matter of fact, went down to uh, USA Basketball, invited her. To uh, try out for the three-on-three 
uh, national team down in Miami. So he's down there with, with 11 other girls playing three on three. And so had a long talk with her because, you know, this is her first time with USA basketball, right? And so um, she got there and she, when she decided she was going to accept the invitation, she said, well, dad, you know, it's, I don't know if I'm going to make the team because, you know, it's real political. And, I, you know, she would, I said, who are you? I never heard, I've never heard you talk like this before. Mm -hmm. Right. And it was the fact that she was going to an environment she was unfamiliar with because she usually had been around players that she had grown up with all her life. Now you're going to a scenario with a bunch of people that you may know of, but not actually know. And I said, let, let, let me have a conversation with you. Right. I said, it's not about making a team. Right. You don't go down there and just compete and show them that you got a skill set. And what happens? It happens. I said, be, be clear. When you go down to Miami, I want you to understand that this is for all young players out here. You go down there and represent yourself to the fullest. You represent your family. You represent your organizations that you're with. So, so for Cheyenne, I told her you represent Maryland women's basketball, Big Ten basketball, your AAU club here in Cleveland, your high school. It is some pride about what you're doing. And for the last thing, just to have the honor and ability to represent your country should mean the world to you, right? that you even got the opportunity. If somebody said it's willing, they were willing to give you an opportunity to do that. And so since she got down there, she found out what I was told her was, was, was accurate because I could tell them the level of her voice and the inflection of her voice every time after every practice that she got better. She was getting stronger. She was like, oh, how you play? I played great today, Dad. I did this, I did that. Blocked this girl shot, I did this. And I said, okay, now that's my child. I said, but to all you young people out there, don't believe what's in the paper. Don't believe what's written in the magazine about who had this and who this and how good this person is. It's only decided in that rectangular box or whatever field you play on is who's going to determine who's the best of all players. So you, when you have an opportunity, if you ever afford the opportunity to play your high school team, collegiate team, professional team, club team, you just go out there and compete and give it your best. And so that when the, when the final horn blows, you know this. I gave my all. And I left it right here. That's what I want you to remember. Before I do uh, final take, just wanted to take a quick second. Went down to the Dave Chappelle show last night at, in Canton at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Fantastic. He was terrific. My wife surprised me. Early anniversary gift. Ooh. Anniversary coming okay. up. Yeah. Benzo and Dave Chappelle. <laughs> oh, man. Hey. Clearly, she's Ooh. forgiven me. But you back. Clearly, she's, she's forgiving me for the car. Jason getting cold with hot meals again. <laughs> you good. We had floor seats, back, back of the floor, but we had floor seats for Chappelle last night. It was a great show. And it actually, the, the joke about the car leads into what my final take was going to be. It was such a joy the last couple of days when I was out of Browns camp. I missed the first week of camp. I was on vacation. I got sick at the end. It was not COVID, but I had a terrible cough, and I didn't want to be around you guys or the team coughing like that just for obvious reasons. So I couldn't get out to camp until over the weekend. And I ran into, I've told you guys, I ran into so many people who love the show, who love Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, who are asking me about the show, who are sending best wishes to Jay to, to get healthy. They've noticed he's missing. Who were joking with me, is your wife forgiving you yet about the car? Uh, you know, good job on the car. It was, just, it was fun to get out. And obviously, um, in my role at The Athletic, I get a lot of the same, you know, I love The Athletic. 
love what you guys are doing, love the stories, subscriber and all that. But now to be part of this family and to be part of growing something else in this city, starting from the ground floor and growing it, and to see it connecting with people, with Browns fans at training camp the last couple of days, it was really encouraging to me. It was a joy uh, for me to get to see those people and, and to just pull the back the curtain a little bit on what we're doing here, on, on where this is going. So thank you for watching. Thank you for subscribing. If I saw you at camp, you know, I, I remember you. I appreciate you stopping me and telling me how much you love the show. There's a couple from Youngstown that grabbed me at the end yesterday uh, who said that they watch every single day, and I'm sure you're watching today. So just for all the people that I saw at camp, it was a joy to see you. Thanks so much for watching. Tell your friends about it, and let's keep this going. Excellent. Excellent. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. I'll end this thing up, man. It's kind of a, along the, some of the same lines that other, other people are talking about. And for me, man, I, I went out to uh, eat and we had an opportunity to go out to dinner with, a, with one of my guys, Quincy Carrier. He's on YouTube, does a YouTube channel. And um, I was so proud and so excited for him. 27-year-old guy, uh, African-American, you know, uh, started a couple years on YouTube. And, um, you know, when I did started my YouTube channel, uh, The Barbershop, you know, there's a lot of people that was, you know what I'm saying, trying to put, you know, us against each other or, or, yo, I like his blog better than yours. And I said, you know what, hey, man, it ain't about that, man. It's about good content everywhere. And I'm all, all down to support great content and, and brothers that's trying to do something. So I reached out to him about a couple years ago. Since then, we've collaborated on YouTube. Um, we, we do a, a, you know, a blog from time to time and he actually got an opportunity to get a media pass, uh, media, uh, credentials from the Cleveland Browns as a YouTuber. And I was so happy because now I've always been an advocate and a champion for content that's outside of the traditional norm. Um, this game is changing. The internet is changing. YouTube is here, Instagram, some of those things. And just because you're not in the traditional format does not mean you're not knowledgeable that you don't put the work in and that your content don't move the needle. So I was so happy um, to see him be able to be amongst some of the guys, the Grossies and Mary Kays and the Daryl Riders and the Scott Petrax, all those guys that are Jason Lloyd is at practice, all those guys. And I see my man, he walking around and I'm like, man, this guy he started off doing YouTube videos and that's what he does. So I'm excited. I'm proud. And, and it, it gives inspiration to other people out there that, yo, you can come from other different places. You can see some different things and you still can be a person that's out here doing it. Can't wait to get my man Earl on. Uh, Earl is going to be part of the team. But we just I'm excited for any young brother out there, or any young journalist or media person that's ready and willing to put that work in. And it just shows it ain't where you from It's what, what level of the game that you putting in and he got the game and he here and I'm looking forward to more people coming up through the same avenues as well. McNuggets. We we ended up at 103, 103, right? Great job by us. Yeah, Kudos. We got Charles Robinson from Yahoo Sports coming back tomorrow to give us the latest on the Watson Ooh. investigation. He's the kind of the legal genius helps us break down what's happening next in the appeal. Then Aditi will join us live from training camp, I believe after the players talk, mm -hmm. so that'll be cool. She's heading down to Jacksonville with the team. And on Friday, a little sneak peek, we're going to get her and Chris Rose, two-thirds of the Browns preseason radio team, joining the show from Jacksonville. So big things coming, and we'll see you tomorrow. 20, what is it, 20? Somebody help me do the math. They always say, was it 24 and a half break? What is that? 22-hour break. 22-hour break. There we go. 22. 
hour break. And, and this is for Tyvis's wallflowers in the background. We're going to say thank you and, and catch the bouquet. We'll catch you tomorrow on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. <laughs> Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.